Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Adiola Depot here. Thank you so much for downloading Fight Night Extra. A reminder that I'll be joined every single Monday live on Talksport 2 by Gareth A. Davis to dissect all the latest from the world of boxing and MMA. 2021 is set to be a huge year for boxing, both in the UK and abroad, and we'll have you covered every single step of the way. If you can't join us live, make sure you subscribe to the Fight Night Podcast channel to ensure you don't miss an episode. And while you're there, you can also check out some of the other great boxing programming, the likes of Fight Night, Fight of My Life, and the boy from Brownsville, the Mike Tyson story. This is Fight Night Extra on TalkSport 2. Good afternoon. If you love your boxing and you love your MMA, then this is the show for you, Fight Night Extra, where myself and Gareth A. Davis will be looking forward to some of the big fights and there could be some good news as well that could happen in 2021. Today, we're going to discuss Conor Ben's excellent first round knockout against Samuel Vargas and what could be next for him. Could it be? I don't think it will be, but could it be Amir Khan? We're going to discuss that. And we're also going to be welcoming Natasha Jonas onto the show. Massive fight for her coming up against, I think, the pound-for-pound pound best female boxer on the planet in Katie Taylor. We're going to look back at some of the excellent female cars from the weekend as well. There are a couple of good ones. This is Fight Night Extra on TalkSport 2. This is Fight Night Extra on TalkSport 2. Make an early impression on Samuel Vargas. Wonderful uppercut. Look at this from Conor Ben early in the first round. Vargas in all sorts of trouble, and it's been scored. Sensational. Conor Ben wins in double quick time. Statement made. No one banged him out in one round. Easy. Easy. Give me a proper test. Give me Amir Khan. If he wants it, he can get it. This is not a story of a legend's son anymore. You know, this is the emergence now of Connor Ben, Nigel Ben's son, to people going up to Nigel and going, oh, you're Connor's dad. She's going to have to get close, isn't she? Somehow. But then she risks that. And she's going to sit it out. Savannah Marshall retains her WBO world middleweight title in facile fashion, really. She did crap that well, Shannon Courtney. Punch of the fight so far in the fifth round. And that just stopped Ebony Bridges in her tracks for the first time. The winner, by unanimous decision, 
and the new WBA Bantamweight Champion from Watford, England, Shannon, the baby-faced assassin, Courtney. Loads of juicy, tasty action to get our teeth into as we kick off Fight Night Extra. Myself, Adi Oladipo, and the great one, great Gareth A. Davis here with myself. All right, let's talk about Conor Ben. Let's get this one out of the way first, Gareth. Um, I'm always disappointed. Look, fighters don't get paid for overtime. We know how it works, right? If you can blast someone out in a round, blast them out in a round. I wanted to see a couple more rounds from my own perspective, just so I know where Connor is. I was like, let me see if he can handle the looks that Vargas is going to show him. Let, let's see what happens if he goes into deep water with a guy that is kind of there in terms of being a fringe world-level operator. Didn't get to see that, but credit to Connor Ben. He, he made sure we didn't get to see it. Yeah, it was 82 minutes of glory, 82 seconds rather of glory for him on Saturday night. He mm. did everything he needed to do. He exposed Samuel Vargas mentally. Yeah. You could see that. He knew it was the killing time and away he went. And I mean that in boxing terms, of course. Um, look, like you say, we learned a lot about him, but there was a lot we didn't learn about mm. him on Saturday night. And so, so the jury's still out. The question mark's still there. He's still two levels from world level, in my view. Agreed. I don't agree that he's a world title contender. I don't believe he's world class yet. I think he has all the credentials and the potential um, time for that for him. But I think, you know, I, what I agree with him is the best welterweight in Britain right now. I'd put anyone at welterweight in Britain with him, including Cal Brook and Amir Khan. I think he'd Ooh, beat both of them. Statement. Statement. Uh, no, but I think he would beat both of those men. Do you think he beat Josh in, Kelly? Do you think he beat Josh Kelly? I think that's a really interesting fight because styles mm. make fights. I think yeah. that's one of the most fascinating fights. David Avenisian, mm. the European champion, who's not British, but mm. uh, it fights out of Britain, of course, at the moment. Um, I think that's a very interesting challenge. I in my mind yesterday was thinking, and I'm glad Amir Khan ruled himself out of that contest, by the way. Yeah, no, no, um, which nothing. He, he gained absolutely nothing. Yeah, he gained yeah. absolutely nothing from fighting um, yeah. Conor Ben. Uh, in terms of the next big, you know, by the way, Gary, I'm so happy that you've kind of just toned it down a bit in terms of expectations and where Conor Ben is, because you know what we like to do over here in this country. As soon as someone wins a couple of fights, we, all, we, we get excited. And I mean, Johnny Nelson was talking about he beat Sean Porter. And I actually tweeted Johnny like, Calm down now. Stop I think it. that's a good fight, by the way. I'd like to see him fight someone like Sean, Sean Porter. Sean Porter, really? Yes, Gareth? yes, I would. This is the he first is time the me and you are ever going to disagree on this show, and look, we've got yeah. a great relationship. Absolutely not. Well, we look. We can agree to disagree. We, we can. can still be great friends. We can. You know? be, we, we can, can still be. duke it out. We, we, we can meet for a drink fine. later. Yeah, we're all right. yeah, exactly. But <laughs> the thing is, this. Um, Sean Porter mm. is the toughest kind of examination he gets at the moment. Yeah. Because we don't know, and that's what we didn't find out on Saturday Night, Addy, whether he can have that initial barrage, be be the destroyer, the son of the, the dark destroyer, be, be the Ben DNA. Mm. But then can he go to round six and nine when he's not going his way? Yeah. And then what's he got left nine to 12 mm. or 10 to 12? So we don't know that about him yet. Sean Porter would probably test that in him. He might lose that fight on points. It doesn't matter with Conor Ben in some ways. I wouldn't put him in with him next necessarily. Yeah. But I think Sean Porter is a great challenge for him. If you're calling out the the, 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 the Amir Khans or the Kelbrooks, who are at the very, very end of their careers, you don't want to put a young stud and, and, and sacrifice them. Amir Khan made the right decision. He's too rich. He's too well-known. He, he's, he's done too much for... Pakistani Muslims for, for 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 British culture with 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 our Pakistani British culture being a role model for so many people. We don't want to see him getting beaten up by some young stud. Amir Khan's bigger than that. Mm. He, he shouldn't be a sacrificial lamb. Amir fight anyone, 
But Amir's very close to the end. No. So Kelbrook and Amir Khan, I'd like to see fight. Because yeah. then it's kind of an equal fight. I agree. You know? They're so. both past their best, but in equal measure with mm, Amir exactly. Khan and Kelbrook. Exactly. So I almost think it's a 50-50, weirdly 50-50 fight because of that. But, but look, the thing that scares me about the Sean Porter um, links and not... You know what? Why not? Right? If you can roll the dice, you sometimes you've got to roll the dice with these kids to see where they are. I just think there are so many good little fights in between. But now yeah. it's the case of how you match them up, right? I mean, do you go, as you mentioned, Avenisi in the European route? Do you look at someone like a, Very a good faded fight. guy, like a Louis Colazzo, bit of a name value, but faded, former world type? Do you, there's so many different routes they're going to go. One thing we do know is that British boxing has a new superstar. I've said as soon as the O2 arena is allowed to open up again and you can fill it up, he will fill it up. Yeah, I agree. I think he is. Look, he's got all the ingredients to be a star. He just needs to keep, not necessarily winning, but yes, he does need to keep yeah, winning yeah. because <laughs> that, that the triumphs are very important. Mm. But if he had life and death, like I don't think he will fight Sean Porter left. It's just a, a fight I posited out there. Yeah, yeah. That he could get old manned by Sean Porter and mm. learn enough in 12 rounds against Sean Porter that's like five fights. Yeah. He could learn 100 rounds in that fight. Mm. That's all I'm saying. No, agreed, so that's where agreed. we... Look, we heard the exuberance of youth on Saturday night. We heard a young man who's, who's, who's just become a father. He's 24 years old. He's building a home in Essex with his beautiful young wife. He's totally dedicated to his sport. Totally. We, we, we're totally. Look, that's why he can say those things. Yeah, it's true. I know Connor well mm. enough to know he's in the office inside out. He came in one night with me into uh, talk sport, and we were in till about midnight. And... Uh, he was saying to her, oh, this is my route home. I'm going to run all the way along the embankment, 15-mile run on the way home with, with Victoria picking him up and fo wow. following him in the Range Rover. He's totally love that. dedicated yeah, to the task. He says that. his father told him and taught him what he shouldn't be at this stage in his life, which is drinking, drugs, women. He's not doing that. Mm. So you have to give him... I was on earlier with Jim White talking to Simon Jordan about this, and Simon was complaining that he was mentioning the millions and stuff. Well, you know what? Nothing so what? wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. As long He's as you're the one know. getting in there and fighting. Yeah. Exactly. He knows um, that. And I like what he mentioned a few times, I think after the Formella fight, like, yeah, I do sleep in silk sheets. I have a nice Range Rover, but I still put in all the work so look I have no issue with Conor Ben and we're going to talk a bit more about Conor Ben in a bit. I do want to quickly move on because of time and talk about yeah, uh, the female fights on the card as well yeah. um, Shannon Courtney versus Ebony Bridges so much in the build up to the fight just because of the way in which Ebony was selling it which look I'm a fan of and I'll tell you the reason why <laughs> before we start you like lingerie no, yeah? no, no. Well, that, yeah well don't mind it but I think it's brilliant I, I think, think it's, it's brilliant. brilliant. It puts eyes on the sport, but you've got to get in there and do the business. You can do all that selling as much as you want. If you can't fight, it's a damn squid. If you can fight, and she clearly can, I have no issue with it. And it was a great fight. Stole that stole. Cash Fruit was a good fight, but I think that stole the show for me. Shannon Courtney versus Emily Bridges, I think, stole the show. Yeah, because they'd had the build-up in the week. They had the animosity. They had the rivalry, the, you know, the spitting at each other almost under their breath. You know, and, and, and Shannon Courtney being kind of a, a former wild child from Watford mm. who, who's righted her life. And, and, and Ebony being, you know, a physical specimen she is. And yeah. I have to say that. She, she is. is from her bodybuilding days. Yeah. She's proud of her body. She's got massive kind of following, male following. on. Just don't, don't, don't look at me like that. She's got a massive male following online now because she's happy to use her sexuality. What the hell is wrong with that? Yeah, Nothing. Agreed. And But on Saturday night, like you say, when the first bell tolled, it was hammer and tongs. She went for it for, with one eye for the last two rounds. So impressive. Um, 
It you know, and it was a cute boxing of Shannon Courtney against the bulldozer marching forward, relentless, aggressive, and slightly more agricultural style mm. of Ebony Bridges. It thoroughly entertained. I found myself sitting there before we went live on Fight Night on Saturday night, sitting there writing, inspired writing a report on yeah. it, and you know, and enjoying it, enjoying the poetry of two women going to war and who who look fabulous, who've got great narratives, they've got great storylines behind them. Fantastic advert for women's boxing. Honestly, fantastic. Like I, I said it as well. Like, I mean, and a fantastic fight, I should say, not just an advert. You know, exactly. a fantastic, fantastic fight. fight period. Right? We, we period. Had so many good female fights at the fight camp and Eddie's back garden. We're, we're now continuing it, and I think. Um, I think British boxing is doing so much, particularly matchroom right now, to really push the female uh, agenda. Uh, another girl who fought, uh, disappointing in terms of her opponents pulling out, right? She didn't get to fight who she wanted to fight, but that was Savannah Marshall. Um, look, there's so much critique about female boxers that we never see knockouts or knockdowns. Savannah just slams the door uh, in that notion. I mean, she can punch. She can punch, and all we need to see now is her versus Clarissa Shields. I don't want to see anything in between. Savannah versus Clarissa is the fight I want. Well, I don't disagree with you, Addy, but my caveat there is I mm. want to see a huge audience there for Clarissa Shields yeah. and Savannah Marshall. So I'm happy to wait till audiences, say if we can get 20,000 in the O2 Arena or... Do you think it does get... that? Do you think it does Yeah, that? I think it does. Yeah, of course it as, does. As a standalone be... main event, do you think, or well, as a gonna... co-main with something above it, like a, I don't mind. a well, Dillian White, the whatever? Card, mm. Yeah, the card has to be built. I can't see Dillian White being the co-main event. Never. He'd have to be the main event, yeah, I yeah, think, because yeah. it, he he's, he's a box office fighter. <laughs> yeah, he is a box office, um, yeah. But it, it does have a box office draw about it. And again, you've got natural characters. You know, Clarissa Shields, who... She's got an amazing backstory. It's a, mm. it's a horrific upbringing, but she's 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 such a wonderful person now, such a brilliant spokeswoman for women's boxing, Black Lives Matters, all those things mm. for for resonance for resonance mm. right now in the sport. And you have got the silent assassin who blushes when you ask her a question. Yeah. You know, yeah. but she does still. They're, so, they're so, so different, aren't they? Really, and they are so different. Yeah. But they 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 are both. Reaching a point where it is a box office fight. Um, I think it should be in the UK. I think Clarissa Shields got plenty of fans here. Yeah. But Savannah Marshall's becoming more and more well liked. She's in a brilliant partnership with the uncle of Tyson Fury, Peter Fury, in terms mm -hmm. of his tra uh, trainer. And um, yeah, it's it's a it's a huge fight. But I don't want to see that fight. Um, I want to see the women, like as Clarissa Shields said to Eddie Hearn, five fifty. You can have your fight here. Give me seven fifty, and I come. That's that's uh, pounds, and I'll come over seven hundred fifty thousand. Obviously, I'll come over and fight your girl in the UK. Mm. It's a big enough fight for that. She should be making close to a million bucks for that fight. So if she comes over here to defend the title, so yeah, it's a fascinating time for Savannah. And and for Cla Clarissa. But before you go to the break, what no, I'm, I would I'm not say going. Is, We're not going yet. We're not going. We've okay. got time. Yeah. All, all I was going to say was that Savannah. That was a very, I know Maria Limburg came in on four days notice, but that was a 44-year-old woman who did not have the wherewithal, in my view, mm. to fight someone like Savannah Marshall for Agreed. a Agreed. I'm happy we mentioned you know, that because I was going to go But she there. did the job. Yeah. She knocked her down in the second. She mm. finished her in the third. No messing about. Yeah, I, I tweeted uh, straight after that fight, like, look, if we want to see female boxing really being pushed, and like, I could be wrong here. I said put Savannah versus Clarissa. And I think you might have said this as well, Gareth, in the past, on the undercard of AJ versus Fury. That's what I've said. Some people were like, okay, yeah, but all the eyes will be on AJ versus Fury. I'm like, I know, but still, Savannah versus Carissa is the undercard of that would be something, right? And they would love to be, be on the undercard of it as well. Um, 
What is the latest with AJ Fury? I feel like it's new developments every single week. Every single Monday we speak, there's something else. What is the latest now, Gareth? Well, as we know, Tyson Fury went through the options yesterday. He arrived in Vegas for the beginner's training camp. If you count 12 weeks and then two weeks for a build-up, the earliest they could do that fight is around July 24th. Mm. Um, we know Anthony Joshua's gone over and scoped camp in Miami. I think he's he come has. back now. I'm not certain. I think he came back. Mm. Um, but we know that Bob Arum... Uh, Tyson Fury's American promoter is talking with Eddie Hearn tomorrow. We don't know if that's in person or on Zoom call or however they're doing at the moment because Bob was in Tulsa at, at the weekend where Joe Smith had a great fight against Maxim Glazov. Really, really you think good he won that? round. Like you him. think he won that? Yeah, he did. I think he won it. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I went 7-5 the other way, but okay. okay. No, I, th I think he just pepped it. It was okay. close. I wouldn't have argued the other way, Eddie. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't argue with your score. Mm. It, was a, it wasn't an easy fight score. But um, I think when Aram... Aaron will know Tyson Fury's views when he meets uh, Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn already knows, I think, wh wh where Anthony Joshua wants to go with it. It was good to hear from Saudi Arabia this morning, yeah. kind of publicly, that they're, they're interested. Maybe they are going to get their £120 million site fee, which is what I believe the promotion was after. Maybe going to those other countries has forced the hand of Saudi. We can, we can get into the sports washing and the politics of it another time because we're just doing boxing today and it, we will get into that if it's Saudi. But I, I expect by Thursday, Friday, stuff will have gone back to the lawyers and I think we'll probably have an agreement. I reckon within about a week if it's going to happen. Okay, so you're basically telling me, Gareth, just before we do go, this time next week, Monday, we might announce something. Yeah, we'll have them all on the show. We'll do an hour live with Eddie Hearn, Bob Arum, Anthony <laughs> yeah. Joshua. And you've, got, you've got the black book, Gareth. I know you can pull this I'll one I'll get my little black book out and we'll get them all on the show. <laughs> we'll get them all on the show, indeed. All right, you're listening to Final Extra here on TalkSport 2. Remember, here every single Monday afternoon to discuss all the latest from the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. If you've missed any of the show and like to listen again, remember to check out our podcast over at TalkSport.com under the Fight Night banner. On DAB+, online, via the TalkSport app, and on your smart speaker. This is Fight Night Extra on TalkSport 2. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Please welcome the reigning, defending, undefeated WBA Continental Welterweight Champion, Connor the Destroyer Ben. Make an early impression on Samuel Vargas. Wonderful uppercut. And look at this from Connor Ben early in the first round. And Vargas in all sorts of trouble. And it's been strong. Sensational. Connor Ben wins in double quick time. Statement made. No one banged him out in one round. Easy. Easy. Give me a proper test. Give me Amir Khan. If he wants it, he can get it. Love the words there of Conor Ben. It is Fight Night Extra here on TalkSport 2 with myself, Adil Oladipo and Gareth A. Davis. Remember, if you've missed any of today's show, you can always catch up with our podcast. Just search for Fight Night wherever you download your podcast for access to all previous episodes. Uh, Gareth A. Davis still with us. Gareth, I, I love Conor Ben. You know what it is? I like about him. He can cut a promo. I know that might sound silly, right? Because this isn't WWE or WWF, but it's important once you get on the mic, start selling yourself. No one sells himself, I don't think, better than Conor Ben right now in British boxing. Look, um, there have been people who never won world titles mm. who sold out arenas. There's a guy called Billy Walker. He, 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 I went to see him in his flat overlooking the Thames. Billy was a really famous, famous heavyweight in the 60s. Yeah. Never won a world title. 
but he sold out the Wembley Arena nine times. Wow. People loved him. He got he was a heavyweight, got knocked down, he got up, he fought people, he was always entertaining. He was part of the Brill Cream crew in the sixties, friends with Bobby Moore, Sir Bobby Moore. You know, he, he had a shocker blonde hair, he was handsome, he was just he like was you, Gareth. Nice long hair like you. Yeah, he was out with the it crowd. He's partying all the time. He's always having a good time. I'm talking about myself now. And um, <laughs> no, but, no, but the, the point being, the point being, he was a star with the people. Connor's got all that. Mm. He's got all the DNA. He's got the narrative of his father's life, and his father's a British sporting legend and much loved as well. Mm. Not just a boxing legend. He's much loved. Nigel's a, a beautiful human being. There's yeah. something very special about Nigel, and he's instilled that in his son. And we see all that in Connor. And so watching the journey is very important with Connor. It's just finding out now whether, how good his chin is at yep. the top level, how resilient he is against people that don't buckle in 82 seconds, mm -hmm. and, and whether he can learn and learn and learn. I think he's under a great mentor. Yeah, Tony, Tony Sims is fantastic. Yeah. I love Tony. I've yeah. known him many years. Tony doesn't go out there and make a lot of noise, but doesn't, he's very oh, proud and very pleased on Saturday night. Agreed. Tony is a great person to be under, experienced, doesn't care about the limelight as well. So I think, look, it's always good for Connor to be under someone like that. Uh, you spoke to Connor um, after the fight on Saturday alongside uh, Adam Catra on fight night uh, following his Saturday win. This is what he had to say. You know, people want to keep questioning me, saying it's a step up. No, nothing's a step up. It ain't a step up. Who was it really a step up for? Do you know what I mean? Every time he stepped up, he failed. But yet people want to question me and what I can do. You know, I beat Formella at his game. And then tonight I beat a fighter at his game. Koivala, I beat him at his game. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's just a matter of people actually putting some respect to my name and knowing that this ain't no step up. I'm a good fighter. I'm a great fighter. I'm a top world contender. I'm the best British welterweight. Goes without saying. Connor, have you spoken to Dad yet, Nigel Benn, tonight? He's what he said. He's watched it back about four or five times. He's like, <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> and you know, you can imagine what his commentary is like sitting at home watching on his cinema screen TV. And what's he said to you about the performance? He's just gone. It doesn't don't surprise me. I mean, it didn't surprise me either, to be honest. I knew. I knew. I just knew I was going to get him out of there. I just I felt so strong this camp. Your senses were really on tonight, weren't they? When you clipped him around his high guard um, with that exactly. right. You just exactly. knew, didn't you? You just knew, didn't you? Exactly, exactly that right hand you're talking about. I am with the right hand. That exact one you're talking about. And I, I see him sort of stumble. And I thought, nah, mate. Like, <laughs> you ain't going to live with me too much longer. And then I just started to put them together, let my hands go. And he he went, you know what I mean? It wasn't didn't surprise me. But you've got to put me up there with all the top boys, with all the top yanks. Because no one's done what I've done tonight. None of them. Who do you want then? Who do you want next? I'd like Amir Khan next. That's, that's a, a massive domestic. I mean, if Kelly won, then obviously it would have been Kelly. But, you know, Kelly lost. And, you know, he's, he's getting his old violin out. I'll, um, I'll push on. I'll, I'll, leave it, I'll leave it to my team and whoever they decide. My job is to train and beat the man in the other corner. And it's their job to get me the right fights. You, you put me in there with anyone who has any tactic, whatever it is, I will match it and I will beat it. If you want a speed challenge, let's have a speed challenge. If you want power, let's have power. You want a fire. I can make you soon regret that. Very reminiscent of his dad, Nigel. I, it's a spitting image, honestly. It's exactly the same person. It's crazy. Connor Ben there speaking to Adam Catcher and Gareth A. Davis, who joins us uh, now on Fight Night on Saturday after that big win. And it was a big win over Samuel Vargas. Um, he mentioned the names. Uh, you, you heard it there, Gareth. I mean, Amir Khan, that's the name we're hearing now. It's not going away, by the way. It's not going away. Uh, Josh Kelly as well. It's disappointing Josh lost to David Avenisian, but that's not going to happen next. <laughs> 
Can Amir Khan happen? I mean, we know Amir Khan likes a check, like all boxers like a check. It will be on pay-per-view. It will be box office. It will be a big fight. Is that not enough to entice him, Gareth? Well, if if Eddie Hearn puts enough money in front of Amir Khan, he'll probably fancy the job. But I Mm. think, you know, Amir moved with alacrity yesterday uh, and made it very obvious that, you know, there's no world titles there for him and he wants a world title to finish or at least an attempt at a world title, a world title bid to, to, to cap what's been a glorious career in many ways. And, you know, uh, he's, a, he's been a public figure for us since we, he was 17 yeah. years old, mm. going back to the Athens Games where he won Olympic silver, of course, and changed the face of kind of Muslim, the, the Muslim standing in Britain. Agreed, as a, 100%. As a sports. He did so much. He's done, Amir's done so much. He's a, he's, he's a wonderful person, Amir. I'll never have a bad word said about him. But the thing is... Um, it's not the right fight for him, in my view. And he, and he removed himself, as I say, with, with alacrity. Very quickly, yeah, yeah. There's loads of fights out there. Go on, you know, then. Play, play Conor Ben's manager. Put your feet into those shoes. Who next for Conor Ben? He's going to come... Look, he blasted Samuel away in 82 seconds there. So he's probably out again in July, August. Who does he fight? Well, I think Chris Congo's a great fight. Um, After think, a defeat? Uh, I think David... Ke- I think they're all good fights. Mm. Um, I think... Um, um, Kelly Mick, is it? Josh Kelly is, is Mickinson. Yes, Mickinson. Yeah. Yes, but they're not. They're not. They're, what they what they are. They're not huge building fights. But what they are, they're they're solid learning fights for him. They might want to move him up quickly. He's talked about being around in the sport for six more years. That, mm. That's a long time in the sport. <laughs> that's twelve more fights. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know how many me. boxers have said that? It makes me laugh. I mean, David yeah. Hay said the same thing. I'll retire at thirty-two. Yeah, but, but it would be 40. all about how much money he earns and, and how far he goes in the sport. I yeah. mean, as I said, at the top of the show, there's two more levels for him to go up. Mm. As you say, Sean Porter, Mikey Garcia, Keith Thurman, Virgil Ortiz, Danny Garcia, David Avanesian, um, Edges, Edges Cavaliascus would be an, in, That's that a would be an interesting fight yeah. as well. Um, you know, Jaron Ennis is out there. Um, Cal Brook we've mentioned. There's so many possible fights and if I was his manager now I'd be looking for a name yeah. I would be looking for a name mm. because that's the that's the resonance that Connor's giving that's the the self-belief that he's projecting whether he's ready for or not it or not is another thing Tony Sims will have something of a say in that as well but it, it's look he, he did more than he was expected to do on Saturday night he exposed uh, this tough Colombian Vargas, and he put him away quicker than anyone else. So the things he said afterwards were the right things to say. Um, and as you know, boxing revolves around hype and promotion. He's got all the ingredients, all the makings of a star. He just needs to put the ticks in that win box now three or four more times. And he really will be in some blockbuster fights. Yeah, he will be. Look, one thing we do know is though a star has arrived in Conor Ben. Fantastic win for him against Samuel Vargas at the weekend. Who will he fight, though, in August? That's the questions people are starting to ask now. All right, you're listening to Final Extra here on TalkSport 2. Remember, every, here every single Monday afternoon to discuss all the latest from the world of boxing and MMA. Remember, if you've missed any, any other show or like to listen again, then you can check out our podcast over at TalkSport.com under the Fight Night banner. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Please welcome to the ring the 2012 Olympian from Liverpool, Tasha Jonas. It's been a brilliant performance from the Toxteth lady, the mother of Mila. She has backed up her words that she will give it everything. Fabulous advert. She made a few statements and I had to prove some of them statements wrong, not only today but to myself as well. And I thought I put on a, um, a good performance tonight. And it's Final Extra here on TalkSport 2. Remember, if you've missed any of the shows today, you can always catch up with our podcast. Just search for Fight Night wherever you download your podcast. Access all previous episodes. Uh, Gareth A. Davis alongside myself, Adi Oladipo. Uh, Gareth, I feel like we're starting to we're starting to see a, a real growth spurt now when it comes to female boxers in this country. We are starting to see some really good young kids come through. We're starting to see the veterans put on good performances as well. Wh- where would you say we are? Do you think we're leading the way when it comes to female boxing in the world? Well, I think America's very strong. There's some mm. good Japanese boxers, I and mean, they've always been into martial arts, of course. But I think the, the the build in Britain has been amazing. The legacy, Eddie, from 2012, the Olympic Games, yeah. the first women boxers. We saw what Nicola Adams did afterwards, the mm. flyweight champion from London 2012. We're seeing what Katie Taylor's doing, and she's the kind of like, she's the pathfinder, the pioneer. Clarissa Shields as well. There's your three winners from the Olympic Games. You mentioned Savannah Marshall earlier, the only woman to have beaten Clarissa in the amateur career where where Sav came in to the Olympic Games in 2012 as the world champion mm. from the amateurs. So everything's set up. I think... You know, I go back to the days of covering Layla Ali in the late 90s. And her. I went to a big circus tent in Syracuse where she fought uh, J- um, Joe Frazier's daughter. Yeah, uh, yes. Of course, Jackie Frazier lied. I remember the build-up for that. Five for eight <laughs> yeah. rounds. It was amazing. Yeah. And the two old men were there, the yeah. old, the fathers. It was, it was an amazing night. Tito Trinidad was there. It was one of the, you know, I followed her in detail. I went to her debut, Layla Ali. I followed her in immense detail because it was fascinating at the time around that that time by the way i went to seattle for the first ever license bout between a man and a woman which i don't really want to see again there was a, a male jockey 
uh, Lloyd Chow had been an amateur for a woman called Margaret McGregor. Um, <laughs> and she battered him from pillar to post like a raging bell for five rounds. And it was two thirds of the audience were women. And we dubbed him Lloyd Chicken Chow because he ran for all those rounds. <laughs> but he had to run. He was on a lose-lose. Yeah. He was on a total, he had to get a beating. Yeah. You know Probably I mean? Amanda but, Nunes in disguise or, or, or something, yeah, uh, something uh, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Um, look, we, we talked about Shannon Courtney at the top of the show and that fantastic win against Ebony Bridges. It will be Shannon Courtney versus Rachel Ball next for that WBO bantamweight strap. Um, Rachel Ball obviously beating Shannon Courtney in what was, I think, a fantastic fight at the fight camp. They're going to go again. Um, expect something similar in terms of a, of a matchup because they're very, very similar in terms of they could fight 100 times and it could go 50-50, those girls. Yeah, and, and just to just to say one other thing, during lockdown, we've really noticed a growth in women's boxing. It's an amazing time for women to grow in the sport now. I think I think we will see more resonance. I think we'll see a growth of women's boxing. It's the right time for women's boxing to grow. And I think there's some moves afoot around the place to see. You see what Lou Bella's putting on whole cards with women at the moment. Yeah. You know, you've got these stars in America, you mentioned just now, Heather Hardy, who crossed over to MMA as well. And there's more propensity for the women to cross between the codes. Clarissa's mm. training for a fight in the PFL, yeah. Professional Fighters League in she's MMA. With, she's in with June. Jackson Wink, training, isn't it? She's training with John Jones and Holly Holm and these women that, you know, people like that who have crossed over. So, you know, it's a fascinating time. And I think we will only see more growth in women's boxing. And I, and I really do think there'll be some big moves coming up. Can I ask you about the, the difference in terms of uh, the males and females? In MMA, there, there are no differences really in terms of the rounds, right? In, in boxing, it is still two minute rounds for females. Um, fan of it or, or not? I, I was watching Shannon Courtney versus Ebony Bridges on the weekend. And I was, there were times in that fight where I'm thinking, there's another minute in the round, especially round five where, where Shannon hurt Ebony. I don't think Shannon's getting out of the round. I'm sure I don't think Ebony's getting out of the round. I do wonder they might need to look at extending it to three minutes. Are you, what's your thoughts on it? Well, my thoughts are, of course, I'd love women to have three-minute rounds, but I'm not a medical expert, and mm. there's still medical evidence that and it may be wrong, it may be right. Um, I think, I do agree with you, I think there'll be more finishes. Yeah. I think two, two minutes happens very quickly, um, and it does egress against women who are aggressive come forward fighters who are or who are dominant in that round mm. um but god didn't make three minute rounds either do you know what <laughs> i mean so so why why don't they have five minute rounds i mean the old fairground victorian fairground booths when anyone could step up and beat the champion in the fairground booth they used to make them have seven minute rounds yeah. so they could exhaust them so you know it, I, I do think parity is a very important thing to be discussing parity of pay parity of based on market forces ebony bridges brought brought so much to that event the other day um because she was happy to be authentic and go out there on a plate and be herself yeah. as shannon courtney was mm. and i think it you know as much as the Conor Ben fight was was much anticipated on Saturday night because it was a step up for him, um, people were really looking forward to Ebony Bridges and Shannon Courtney, and they really delivered. And if there had been three minute rounds, I do think we would have seen a finish. Yeah, uh, well, the next big fight, and it is a, a big super fight uh, for females, is Natasha Jonas. She takes a, well, some might say a step up. I think Tasha's really on this level. She takes on Katie Taylor, who some say is the pound-for-pound pound best female boxer on the planet. It's between her and Clarissa, isn't it? Uh, Tasha Jonas joins us now. Tash, thank you so much for coming on uh, to Fight Night Extra. Really appreciate it. You know what I did see, Tash? Someone just sent me this clip, and they've said if Tasha, um, when Tasha does retire from 
boxing. She might have a go at football. I just saw a clip here of you on Soccer AM. <laughs> Left footed as well, Tash. <laughs> bottom corner. What's going on? I didn't know you had that in your locker. I am actually naturally left-footed, so they stitched me up and, and, and done a, a right-footed volley, so I missed the volley totally <laughs> the wrong way. But, uh, so yeah, was, I, so I, you're I, trying I to say it was a lucky goal. goal after all that credit I've just given you? <laughs> no, no, the goal wasn't lucky. That was that was the right foot, but the volley wasn't the volley before that. Oh, okay. Uh, Tash, firstly, um, how are you doing? How's preparations going for the Katie Taylor fight? Um, you look in tip-top shape, seeing your ringside, doing your sky stuff. You must be ready for this one. This is what you've been wanting. Yeah, I've, I've kicked up a lot of force. I've spat me, dummy out. You, you have, you have done a bit of that. You've done <laughs> a bit of that, Tash. You've done it. And I, and I got it. So, um, you know, I'm not fighting for two belts. I'm not I'm not doing the half of me match. It's gone. Mm. Um, but I'm fighting for four belts instead. So I, I've gotten no complaints. You know, people say it's a step up. But like like you said, like I believe I'm at that level. I believe I should be here. And I believe I should be contending with, with the likes of Katie anyway. Well, Tasha, I was there that day when you fought Katie in the quarterfinals uh, in the London Olympics. I know it was a disappointing day for you that day, but it was an amazing atmosphere. It was almost the moment where women's boxing came alive. The noise was apparently the same as a jumbo jet that day. You'll you'll remember all the top lines from it. Um, <laughs> how do you... <laughs> it's uh, and, and I agree with Addy. You look in phenomenal shape. You always look wonderful and very beautiful. It's one of your amazing qualities, but... Everyone from Liverpool can play football and fight. We know that. Um, what, what are you doing differently this time against Katie? Because you will be seen as the underdog. What are you doing in preparation for this time around? Um, I think the preparations, obviously, you know, the amateur game's different. I'm not fighting the Katie Taylor of 2012. You know, we're not point scoring. We're not doing four rounds. Mm. We're not... You know, it's, it's all, all them things. I, I've always been, I've always known I have power, um, but in the amateurs, it doesn't really benefit you much because you you just get a point. If you knock someone down, you get a point. Obviously, in the pros, you win around 10-8. Um, and I think I think my mindset is is my biggest asset for mm. this for this um, fight. Do you think you're physically stronger than her, Tash? Do you think you're physically stronger than her? Because I think that's important. Yeah, I do. I, I think, you know, I think the only probably thing that I can't match up for is speed, and that's it. That everything else I think I, I match up for. Yeah, I'm um, looking. Shot, shot selections there. I think my IQs there, and I and I've basically been places in professional boxing that she hasn't been. You know, I have had to pick myself up. I have had to, um, you know, go through them hardships with with the open off and and come out on the other side. And and she hasn't been in them places, and I have. Yeah, mindset's key. And I think it's something, Tash, that a lot of people don't speak about when it comes to boxing. We all can talk about technical ability, you know, going to the trenches, but the mindset, I think the way in which you dealt with the Terry Harper, some might say draw, I call it a win, right? I think you won that fight. I, I think it's going to hold you in good stead in this fight. I, I really do. You're going up in a weight though, Tash. I mean, you're going up in weight class. What's it like putting on that extra weight and carrying that around and doing the sparring? It's not a lot, Tash. I mean, it's not, you're not going up 20 pounds, but nonetheless, you're still going up in weight. Yeah, it just means it's, weight that I don't have to get off to <laughs> um, so it's an extra five pounds that I'm, I'm I'm able to to carry and you know I think it makes makes you more durable you know it makes me stronger like Gareth said and yeah I think I think you know like I said I'm not training myself to do it this is an important point Tash um on Saturday night 
and, and the build-up to Ebony Bridges and Shannon Courtney, the two women really did promote their fight and I thought it was brilliant. And did you think it delivered and does it show to you that women need to be paid more and, and find more parity in boxing? I think, you know, the answer to that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, but they they did the job. What I mean is they promoted the fight. They really promoted. People were as interested in that fight as they were in Conor Ben on Saturday night. And they delivered. And, yeah, and that's, and that's the thing. And, and, you know, the way Ebony portrays herself as being questioned by, by people. But it, it, Ridiculous. It, it brings a new audience and, you know, brings people watching. Yeah. Um, why not? And 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 just because she's a female, why can't she do that? Because you know, Floyd was pretty boy Floyd before he was Money Mayweather. But yeah. you know, mm. when a girl like sells herself on good looks, like Garcia or like whoever, it, it's a, it's a problem. If that's the way she sells herself and it and 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 people watch, then you know, I I I didn't have no problem for it, but I, it was. It was just a great fight, and 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 at the end of the it day, was. no one was saying it was a women's or it was a men's. It was just a great fight, full stop. No, completely Absolutely. agree, right, Tash? I mean, they've got to go in there and do the business, right? And the, the, both girls delivered in um, in what I thought was a, a fantastic fight. Round number seven, I've tweeted about round seven already. It was such a good round, uh, no <laughs> doubt. What I saw you tweet about though, Tash, was, was some of the fights that can be made right now in female boxing. Right, we're talking about taking it to the next level i saw your kind of wish list of your sort of female super fights that can happen and i like the way you put your name at the end of it as well like don't forget mine versus katie taylor as well we are yeah. in a good place right now aren't we tash and yeah we want and we do want and it will happen i know it will happen in terms of equality and pay but we're in a good place where there are these female super fights that we look forward to now yeah and the thing about the female fights is that they're easier to make mm. yeah and and the fact that Everyone does want to fight each other. You ask, you ask Serrano who she wants to fight. She'll say Katie Taylor. You ask, you know, McCaskill who she wants to fight. She'll say Chantel Cameron. Pursuit will say anybody, and 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 the same. Everyone, no one, no female wants to be a one belt champion, and, and or to just stay in their like organisations, whether that's WBA, IBA, you know, IBO, sorry, yeah, um, WBC, whatever. They they want to be, you know, the undisputed. Clarice has done it in in two weights. Katie's done it. Everyone wants to do what they've done, and it's easier to do that. So, like, let make it happen. It, like, if you're the promoter, that's your job. Make it happen. Two more questions for me, and then I will just reside here and let Addy finish off. I, I'll right, give you. I'll give you one. I'll give you one, Gareth. I'll give you one. Okay. Well, I'm going to make it in the same question then. <laughs> Are you happy with what you're being paid on May the first, and what happens when the bell rings? Um. Yes. To the first. Hey, good, well good, done. Good. I like the way you good. push to make sure good. you get the pay as well. Good. Yeah, and to the second part, I think, you know, we've got styles that gel, and mm. I'm bringing. I I don't know. I can't say what's going to happen, but I'm going to put my best foot forward, and I know Katie will bring gears. So that equals fireworks. It does equal wow. fireworks. Look, I, I can't I, wait. I, honestly, well I, I can't either. I, 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 I don't wait. like it because normally I've got someone that I completely favour, but I love both of you. I love both of you, and I think that makes it for a good fight. Look, it's a fantastic card as well. Obviously headlined by um, Trezora versus Parker, but for me, this is the main event. It's a world title fight, and it should be main event, but that's a no, another discussion completely. Uh, Tash, good luck against Katie Taylor. Um, Cheers, thank you. Liverpudlian. I'm a Liverpool Cheers, fan Tash. as well, Tash. 
Bring the belt. Bring the belt back, Tash. Cheers, uh, Tash. Yeah. <laughs> good luck, Tash. Uh, you're listening to Final Extra here on Talksport 2. Remember, here every single Monday afternoon to discuss all the latest and have, have people like that on. Natasha Jonas. Remember, if you miss any of those shows and like to listen again, you can check out our podcast over at talksport.com under the Fight Night banner. On DAB Plus, online, via the TalkSport app, and on your smart speaker. This is Fight Night Extra on TalkSport 2. It's the fourth fourth match in the IPL 2021. It is Rajasthan Royals versus the Punjabi Kings. Sam Ellen watching the action for us. Sam, what is the latest? Walk Great Entertainment this afternoon into the 19th over. The Punjab Kings 211 for four. But it's all been about Deepak Huda, who played an incredible innings at number four. He made 64 from 27 balls. His half century came off just 20 deliveries. There have been only 22 faster half centuries in the competition's history. Still with the crease is the captain, K.R.I.O.L. He's played beautifully. He's 86 from 47. The Punjab Kings look set to post a massive score. Eight balls left to the innings. They're 211 for four. Cheers, Sam. Thank you very, very much. Remember, it is Fight Night Extra here on TalkSport 2. If you've missed any of today's show, you can always catch up with our podcast. So search for the Fight Night wherever you download your podcast to access all previous episodes. Some good stuff there as well, uh, such as Fight Night, Fight of My Life, and the boy from Brownsville, the Mike Tyson story. Uh, Gareth A. Davis is still with us. Uh, Gareth, um, the Benetton Light Heavyweight Tournament has kicked off. A big fight on the weekend was Ryan Bader versus Lyoto Machida. Um, as a rematch of their fight from, what, nine years ago, it was a completely different Machida back then, right? He was very special, very unknown in his style. Different Machida at the weekend, I think it's fair to say, Gareth. Well, he's coming up 43 now, isn't he? And he's a very different fighter. And Brian Bader just ground out that result, winning every round. Mm. Um, great card in terms of victory for Liz Carmouche over Vanessa Porto, the former Invicta Women's Champion. Liz putting herself in contention for a flyweight title against the Brazilian uh, Juju Velasquez, Juliana Velasquez. A victory for Kat Zingano. These are all names, women's fighters in MMA that people are very, very aware of. Yeah. And then, of course, next week, Phil Davis and Vadim Nemkov and then on May the 7th, uh, Yoel Romero against Rumble Johnson. So they've done a good thing. I love tournaments, uh, mm. t- Grand Prix tournaments. I think Bellator have really, really captured that market. Um, and, and as I've said before, it's great that it's on the BBC iPlayer live streaming. Although it wasn't on Friday night, it wasn't live yeah. streamed. I hasten to say because of the death of... of um, HRH, uh, the Prince Philip, uh, of course, who passed away. And uh, it was the right thing. So it came on the player the day after. But, it, you know, it's a really, we're talking about how, how vibrant and virulent boxing is at the moment. MMA is in a great place right now. What I think it's all testament to is our sport is about survivors. It's about thriving under pressure. Mm-hmm. And we're all under pressure because of COVID-19. Life is very different. And boxing and MMA have really thrived in this time. Yeah, Just agreed. as we were saying all through the show, women's boxing and women's MMA has really come on as well. Because there's eyeballs on it like they've never been before. Yeah, and there certainly will be eyeballs on the event this weekend. I say event because it is a kind of a mishmash, a crossover of, of boxers versus former MMA uh, fighters. And it, it should be fun, right? I'm talking about Jake Paul versus Ben Askren over the weekend. I mean, look, Jake Paul is, is Marmite. In fact, he's worse than Marmite. I think it's fair yeah. to say majority of people do not like him. But you know what he's doing? He's putting eyeballs on the sport. He's doing it right. I'm fully invested. He's got me He's got me in. I'm invested now because I want to see him lose. Probably won't lose, but it's a great event. Triller really are setting 
the tone for different types of sporting events. It's not just Ben Askren versus Jake Paul. We spoke about it. It's Steve Cunningham, former cruiserweight king versus um, Frank Mir, Frank former Mir. UFC heavyweight yeah. champion. That's yeah. crazy. We've got Regis Progay on the card as well. Uh, what's your thoughts on um, Askren versus Paul? Well, I mean, look, we know that Askren's got terrible hands when he boxes <laughs> and he's going into a boxing match for the first time. And, and, J and Jake Paul behaves like a 14-year-old most of the time. Terrible um, hands is an understatement. They're the worst hands I've ever yeah, seen but, in but, MMA. But the thing is, this, this, this is sports entertainment where it's a fusion and a hybrid. In some ways, I'm a traditionalist, but in other ways, I'm not. If it works, we saw last year with Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson, they dipped their feet into the water, mm. did Triller, and it worked. 1.6 million views Crazy. on pay-per-view. Mm. And, and I think this is a fusion, a hybrid, if you like, of sports sports, music, entertainment, celebrity, I'm, I'm sold, you know, by the, the way. new modern media. Yeah. It's, it's so, you know, I say Regis Progress on the card. He's a very, very fine boxer. Mm. Frank Mir crossing over into boxing. He's loved boxing since he worked with uh, uh, Freddie Roach at the wildcard gym in Los Angeles when Manny Pacquiao was at his height. I remember Frank knocking out N um, Noguera with a beautiful left hand that he learnt really in those days under Freddie Roach. So, you know, I, I don't have any objection to it whatsoever. It gets eyeballs on the sport. That's fine. If people have object objections to it, that's no issue either. Um, I'd like to see Jake Paul get knocked out by Ben Askren think, as well. We, we don't know what's going to happen. We yeah. don't know what's going to happen. I, th I think we kind of do when it comes to boxing. I think it's fair to say Jake Paul's going to knock Ben Askren out. And you know what he's going to do? <laughs> he's going to then call out and say, I knocked out a former Bellator champion, a former UFC, legit UFC title contender. And he's going to sell it again. He's going to continue the sell until we fight someone serious. But look, I'm going to tune in. You're going to tune in. No doubt. We're all Definitely. invested into it. And it's, I think you made a good point about Triller in terms of what they've done to the sport. Production levels have been literally off the chain. I mean, you compare it to Carl Frampton versus Jamal Herring. We look like they fought in a tent in Dubai. Look at what we're going to see on the weekend. Completely different. Well, it's about entertaining people. Mm. It's bringing new eyes and a new audience to the sport. And I think that's what we've been talking about with with Ebony Bridges earlier, bringing new eyes to the sport. She's got a different kind of following in some ways. And I think if you can capitalize on that, Jake Paul, and as I was at the Logan Paul KSI fight, between them, they've got 50 million YouTube followers. Crazy. So you only need a fifth of those, or, or, or a 5% of those people to tune in. And you've got the biggest audience boxing's had for years. So, mm. you know, it, it, it's an, it's an, a changing time, but I think it's fascinating and I think we have to embrace it. You know, the freak shows along, you know, people are calling it the freak show. Sometimes it is a freak show, but just embrace it and see what comes out of it. it you know, times are changing and we're moving into the new digital era. So it's fascinating for me. Just before we go, very quickly on this one as well, we go, I've got a minute left here. Um, we, we are seeing more of the veterans fight. Uh, them fights come up as well. We've got Miguel Cotto versus Marquez, which is being signed. Oscar De La Hoya looks like he wants to come out of retirement and have a Against well. an MMA fighter. <laughs> what, what are they all doing? What, what do you make of all this, very quickly? It's absolutely fine, as okay. far as I'm concerned. Some of them will fall, some of them will rise. Mm. Some of them are worth watching, some of them are not. If they match Oscar De La Hoya with the right person, it'll be a very, very interesting night. He looks in fine fashion, I must great. say. He, does look he looks great, great in all his videos. Yeah, great. He looks great, in great shape. Uh, voice there, Gareth A. Davis, thank you very, very much, Gareth. That was Final Extra here on TalkSport 2. Remember, here every Monday afternoon to discuss all the latest from the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Great guest as well, like we had Tasha Jonas today. Remember, if you miss any of the show, would like to listen again, check out our podcast over at TalkSport.com under the Fight Night banner. And for more great boxing and MMA coverage, make sure you tune in to Fight Night on TalkSport this Saturday night with Adam Cattrall and Gareth A. Davis. 
That's it for this week. Thank you once again for downloading the podcast. We'll be live again next Monday on TalkSport 2. And if you miss us, make sure to subscribe to Fight Night Podcast to catch up with all our other episodes. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.